Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Honey podcast today. I'm so excited to have the opportunity to share with you today what God has put on my heart. I love to stay connected with you all week, so if you don't already, make sure to follow along on Instagram at inspiringhoney and stay up to date on inspiringhoney.com with weekly blogs in store and all these different exciting announcements that are soon to come. Today's topic is about living in the world, but not of it. It's a concept that's talked about a whole lot, but today I decided to dive in deep into the topic and talk about what it really means and what verse that that saying actually comes from. A popular saying today recently across social media and within churches and throughout teaching has been live in the world, but not of it. And it's beautiful and inspiring and tells us something about Christian life. But I'd always hear it and say, yeah, of course, live in the world, but not of it. And then I'd always ask, what does it even mean? How am I supposed to live in the world, but not really of it? So I'd end up overthinking and overcomplicating and never truly getting to the truth behind what that saying means. And a lot of people in my life from my study group have said the same thing. And it wasn't until our pastor told us where that saying came from that it started to click. And not only were the words that sounded great, but the words were actually words to live by. That made sense to me. So that saying that is so powerful comes from John 17 verses 11 through 16. And it reads, I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world. And I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me so that they may be one as we are. While I am with them, I protected them and kept them safe. That name you gave me None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction, so scripture would be fulfilled. I'm coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world, so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them for it. For they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. So from reading that verse, we clearly know we're called to live in this world and live here because God created it. In this world, we are warned warned not to fall into worldly traps of being consumed by the culture or other worldly things. In Greek, The word world means culture or system. So basically, the society of today and what is becoming socially acceptable to fit in to the boxes that the world gives out to try and label people. And in Greek, the word of really means what defines you. So what defines you today? Do you let yourself be defined as a child of God and live different from society? Or do you allow yourself to fall into the trap the enemy sets where we can fall deep into so easily? Where we want to fit in with our friends or look cool so we follow what the culture says and slowly darkness starts to creep in, casting shadows over the light. And a great verse that also warns us against the teaching of the world is Roman 12 too, And it reads... 
Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That verse is really popular, and I'm sure you've heard it before, but it's always so inspiring to me and so beautiful. Something our pastor shared with everybody who went to group was a piece of wisdom his dad told him while he was growing up. And when I heard it, it kind of re-cemented what the phrase says. It re-cements what living in the world and not of it means. So it made everything click and it made so much sense of all the bad choices of my past. And it also showed where the influence of the past bad choices or mistakes had come from. And the piece of advice his dad gave him that then he shared on to us is this. If all your friends are doing it, it's probably wrong. So I heard him say these words and I sat back and I thought, wait, my friends aren't that bad, so that can't apply to me. But then he expanded to tell us about how it's a moment's or movements that take over social media and the influence that starts to surround so many. And it's normally where the issue lies. The truth is, is the enemy is sneaky and stealthy and will use the cultural movements that spread rapidly and quickly to weaken faith. What we need to be most careful of are the big movements that come out of nowhere, that come online, that come through TV, or whatever social media might be happening that seem like it can't be so bad because everybody else is agreeing with it. Everybody's hopping onto the bandwagon, so how could it honestly be that bad? But typically, with those culture changes and those big movements, there are lies, lies of the enemy where he is planting seeds to weaken faith and cast darkness and cloud judgment. So when we hear the saying that we're called to live in the world, but not of it, we are called to do what we are being told in John 17, 11 through 16 and Romans 12 too. Do not Go along and turn into what the world wants you to be. Don't follow those movements blindly. Don't Go with the trends that set out to weaken our faith, but allow the Holy Spirit to transform who you are and what you do so you may may discern what the will of God is in all situations and know what is good from the Father. Because even though the world is broken and twisted, it is still good because it's one of God's creation. There's beauty in this world, but there's also corruption and truth that's twisted and broken. And it will be that way until Jesus comes again. Because the greatest great commission is making disciples. And how we do that is by acting on, in our beliefs and never compromising truth. And the Bible verse that I want to leave you with today is this. And it's John 17, 17. And it reads, Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. If you aren't already, make sure to follow along with Inspiring Honey on Instagram and stay up to date with all things Inspiring Honey on inspiringhoney.com. Until next time, have a blessed week.